Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. So this week is um, Homecoming. And uh, Mr. Teacher, did you get a chance to read the stories before this call? I've read one, and I won't say which one I've read, mm-hmm. um, but it was utter turd. <laughs> On, like this is by some distance the worst story I've read. I think I know who it is on this podcast. Wow! I, I automatically think that's mine. By the way, I think it's mine. Uh, I mean, it's I've be. got I've got no idea, obviously, whose it is, and I've got no idea. Wh- and I'm not. And it wasn't. It wasn't in any particular order. They popped through. I thought I'd just pick up on that one. Uh, like ten minutes ago, and just, it might. But then again, it might read better second time. Yeah. So we'll see. It probably will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we have had quite a few um, bits of listener feedback. If uh, if anyone would like to hear any that I've compiled. No, yeah, I'm sure. It's all about you, isn't it? Al? No, no. I've I've done done them all. Like uh, so, for instance, Bum Chin, uh, Natalie from London said, "Oh, Alex is on top dry form." And then um, Clut from the internet said Bum Chin had me greasing. Um, that's not that's story. not a real comment. That's not really. But um, <laughs> oh, um, so someone Ryan knows, Mrs. Cabbage is going to haunt my dreams. Quite like that one from your horror story. Um, and uh, yeah, then it was Sam, Julia, Jill, the Bacon Sisters, Dave, the Bacon Sisters, such a good and story. everyone in the pub. Pickles was shit, but we already we've covered that. Um, the one thing I've had overwhelming um support for my horror story, saw saying um so um absolutely robbed, says Alan from the internet, and um Mark from Chelmsford saw was robbed when I mentioned it, I was told to complain to Ofsted. Um so yeah, a bit of controversy on your marking there. I think I've got a U for that one. I think that's just, uh, you know, for the record, it deserves a U. Yeah, 100%. You went over the short story boundaries, so what do you want? Broke well, the rules. I mean... Yeah, and it was a horrific dildo story. The the internet disagrees. Uh, does it, though? No. Yeah. <laughs> four, four people do. Yeah. <laughs> it's overwhelmingly compared to any other. Like, no other story has got more than one comment. Well, we need to figure out how we're going to lodge official protests for the year-end uh, party or the, the end-of-term party. So, because we can't, we can't just, you know, say every single one of them to Mister Teacher to review. Oh no. Um, so I think we 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 need, we need to pick like one or two stories each that we want to. We could all see. maybe nominate if if one story that we feel that's that we've been hard done by. Yeah, each. one each. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay, well, I don't think that feedback changes anything in my mind. Oh, no, no, I just wanted to read it to, you know, acknowledge our listeners. Fuck the listeners. They're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Way to build an audience. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, good PR there, Ron. So I found writing Homecoming quite hard. 
uh, I, I wrote one story about um, it was basically a piss take of um, of Emmerdale, but it was set in the future where the man of the house had to go and farm on the moon, and it was called Lunadale, and uh, his daughter was missing him, and he was he never came home, uh, and I got halfway through it and abandoned it. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> Sounds bad, and you and, should uh, feel bad. <laughs> I do. Don't worry. I pretty much do every time I write something. <laughs> and uh, then I went on to a second one and I basically wrote, wrote the first half about three weeks ago and then sat on it until about an hour ago and finished it. So I've got no clue how bad it is, but I've got a feeling it's pretty bad. But I'm just pleased I got something done. How did you two get on with the the subject this week? Well, I think I smashed it. Completely nailed it. It's good. It's going to be um, a B, B plus even, I think. Is that what you define as smashed it? Yeah, I'd be happy with that. A middling grade. It's above average. I don't ask for a lot in this life. <laughs> just, <laughs> just above average, be well chuffed, proper chuffed. Nailed it. All right, a lot of confidence from Alex. What about you, Al? Yeah, I think I've smashed it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we always do, though, me and Al. Well, I'm in the lead, we're, so... We're often wrong. <laughs> no, we always think we smashed it. It doesn't mean afterwards we're like, yeah, that was uh, fair. Oh, and Mr. Teacher, do you ever get... I feel a bit sorry for you having to read this shirt all the time and not actually... And you must think, oh, God, I could do so much better than this with this subject. Do you not get frustrated that you, you've not written a story? Yep. Wow. Yeah, and it took us, like, what, 11 episodes to... <laughs> do you want to write one? No. <laughs> Mr. T-shirt? No, I'm quite, I'm quite happy just critiquing. How just about you write one for the end of term party? Uh, I, I really don't think that'd be wise. But uh, Do you, do you yeah. think we'll try and pay you back for the bad criticism we've had? Um, it, it's, it's possible, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think we're that petty. I, um, I think you are. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I would like Mr. Teacher to write an A star story based on you know on Homecoming for example right and then write an A star story so and then we know where we went you. where we went wrong yeah because um, <laughs> we've obviously gone wrong based on the the pre review we've well, just had no one of us has gone wrong <laughs> well and, and and who knows what might happen in the in the second reading mm, yeah true. All right, well, have a think about it, Mr. Teacher. If you do get creatively frustrated just by reading this crap and thinking of how many yeah. things we've got wrong, then feel free to write your own story and we'll have a listen mm. to it. Okay. Um, we'll but do. with that said, should we, should we crack on with the readings? Yeah. Story number one. The homecoming queen looked to the crowd. They cheered. Woohoo! Go, Julia! Jill was waving a cocktail around in the air, splashing everyone. Hey, yeah, homecoming! Woohoo! Jill looked to Sam. Yeah, girl, you want to get butt naked and wrestle? Fuck yeah, I do, replied Sam. The two stripped off and jumped into the nearby foam pit, and Boobily slipped around the place, giggling and laughing. Fucking hell. Then a load more women jumped in. Lathered up titties were just slapping around everywhere. <laughs> the DJ played some Katie Perry. <laughs> Alex was the only dude there. Clearly, he'd gone to the wrong homecoming party. But he was buzzing, watching the action, and sprayed some champagne over all the titties in slow motion. What? what the... Is that it? That's it. Massively disturbing right. that he used the names of so, our wives yeah. in that. So, can I just say, so you've written a 
uh, soft porn starring my wife. <laughs> uh, no, it's a homecoming. Fuck you And Ryan's wife. <laughs> and barely mentioned your own wife. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really know what homecoming meant. Ryan, Ryan tried to explain it. <laughs> and, I sent um, you the dictionary definition of it. Yeah, but I'd already written that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just kind of stuck with it. Jesus so, Christ. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Violated. Yeah, my feedback is that me and Ryan should have been there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to write a porno about our wives, then we should at least be present. Yeah, now. Uh, uh, what about the use of the English language? Boobily. Slips around. Like, All right, that was good. Do believe that's and I did. I, I like the sl- slow motion for yeah. some reason. The, you know, the boobs were moving around in slow motion. There's a lot to like about that. And if you don't like it, what you're saying, you don't like your wives slipping around in foam. No, not like you talking about my wife. <laughs> you talking about my wife's boobies. I didn't talk about it. It was Mr. Teacher that read it out. I didn't say anything. You broke it out. Anyway, Mr. Teacher, do you have anything to add? Are you holding off? Uh, yeah, I quite like um, I quite like reading all three, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doing the feedback. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, it also gives me a chance to digest uh, digest the, the, the literary prowess of each, of each author. So that's good. Mm, yeah, no, absolutely. Story number two. Story two is called Second Chance. The National Express bus was barely a step up from Matt's prison cell. The drab seat coverings, the questionable stains, the unsavoury characters and the faint smell of stale sweat all served to sour the taste of freedom and make him feel as though he never left. Though these things paled in comparison to the sense of foreboding he held over facing his family again, he scratched at the scar on his left forearm and looked down at the letters G.F., callously carved with a rusty piece of sharpened radiator pipe in his first week inside by a gang from the city. There were no welcome home signs waiting for him, no cake or special meal, not even a bottle of cheap fizz, but just a bolognese to consume in awkward silence with a subdued family who wouldn't even look at him. The exception to this was his granddad, who gave him a couple of knowing looks, and even a wink when he thought the rest of the family weren't looking. If anything, this was worse. He knew he couldn't stay here long. Everyone in the village knew the truth, and he didn't expect to find any more receptive attitudes in the pub, the shops, or his old football club. He would need a job job before he could move out, though, and no one round here would hire him. Of that, he was certain. A couple of days later, with the abuse on the streets almost as bad as the silence in the house, there was one ray of light in Matt's life. His ex-girlfriend, Eliza, who had ridden him inside, wanted to meet up. He was keen to travel to the city, to her place, but for for obvious reasons, but she said she needed some country air and had already booked her train ticket. Meeting her at the station the next day, Matt was keen to avoid the more populated areas of the village, so he suggested a walk through the woods. He couldn't keep the smile off his face as they talked about old times, laughing all the while and eventually holding hands as they walked. They took a break on an old wooden bench. Views of rolling hills laid out before them in the sharp afternoon sun. Matt scratched at his scar without even realising. Eliza gently rolled up his sleeve and recoiled at the unsightly mutilation, though when she looked at him, 
her eyes held sympathy rather than disgust. There was a questioning look as to what the letters could stand for, and Matt decided he didn't want secrets between them. Eliza, when you wrote to me, you never asked why I was sent to prison. I want to. I don't need to know, she interrupted. I can see you're sorry for what you did, and you were only in there for six months, so I know you didn't murder anyone or anything. If things are tough at home, why don't you come and stay at my flat for a little while? Matt had to work hard to stop tears forming. A short time ago, he could see no way through. Now he thought about all the possibilities that lay before him and put his arm around her. They sat in blissful silence until time forced them to start thinking about heading back so Eliza could make the last train. Just as they had made their decision to leave, a couple of dog walkers approached on the path. As they passed, Matt's stomach dropped as he saw a glimmer of recognition in one of the man's faces. A beaming smile lit up on the man's face and he called out with over-the-top enthusiasm, All right, go fucker! His friend laughed as they went past. Matt, horrified, turned to look at Eliza. Her expression morphed before him as she put pieces together. A short jail sentence, the letters on his arm, the shunning family, and she instantly knew it wasn't just a random insult. In shock, she projectile vomited all over his face. By the time he had cleared the Cornish pasty remnants from around his eyes, she was gone. He sat on the bench feeling numb, his path to redemption gone. He wept with realisation of what he had become. Just a lonely goat fucker, covered in sick. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck me. That's harrowing. I did not expect that turn at the end. That really just went off a cliff. Kind of uh, subverting expectations kind of deal. That was yours, wasn't it, Al? That was... It was uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was um, strong. Yeah, I, I struggled. <laughs> <laughs> but It was just because it was so serious and well, yeah, somber tone all the way through. I was, oh, okay, I was kind of really... going for I thought I'd, um, you know, <laughs> serious write, write serious and then sort of take a bit of a tangent at the end. Story number three. Uh, story three is called Peter. The electric hypercharged set was going absolutely fucking cuckoo bananas. Let's have it! He screamed into the mic careful to mask his Burnley accident with generic Mancunian. From his DJ booth, he could see celebrities, world leaders and royalty all raving hard with the rest of the crowd. This is it, he thought. I've made it. He then dropped his fucking sickest tune of the night, Hard Dick Remix, featuring <laughs> Nanny Silk. <laughs> with a thumping bass line that had been sonically engineered to literally shake people's trousers down to their ankles on the dance floor, the track had become the hottest shit in the world right now and propelled the electric, electric hyperchild and Nanny Silk, a previously unknown octogenarian sex worker, to megastar <laughs> status. Every night, a new city and a new woman, Milan, Ibiza, Paris, Juliet, Francesca, Sigrid, the electric hyperchild was living his dream life and could now claim to have popped a boner in front of a lady in all seven continents. The dull old streets of Burnley seemed very far away indeed and all because of this pants-loosening banger of a track. But this time something was different. 
just as Nanny Silk was singing the infamous line, hard dick all the time, boom, boom, butt stuff, sparkling wine, <laughs> the electric hyperchild noticed some commotion in the crowd. The disgraced ex-prince of Nigeria, Legit Haribo, was mid-punch up with Thomas Boyfriends, the Prime Minister of Canada. Thomas Boyfriends' trousers had come down and he'd assumed Legit Haribo was the culprit. Before long, there was a full-blown riot and over 1,000 people were declared medically fucked. The media got hold of the story. It was over. The electric hyperchild was cancelled. His entire fortune was swallowed up when he was sued by the survivors and eventually he could escape it no longer. He would have to move back in with his mum in Burnley. Looking out his childhood bedroom window at the familiar grey suburban scene, a tear rolled down the electric hype child's face and plopped into his Ribena. His mum called him from downstairs. Peter, take your fucking bins out, you bastard! <laughs> okay. I enjoyed that. It was very good, yeah. yeah. Again, they just went off a cliff at the end in a totally opposite direction. Yeah, his life got locked <clears> up. Let's <throat> go back to Burnley. It was wow. such an intense like, few minutes listening to Mr. Teacher read those out. I felt like I haven't breathed. <laughs> well, there's a lot to like about that story. I think you should be proud of that one. I think that's, um, that's, that's a good rating. Yeah, good that's... names. Good use of names in there. You always like my names. Appreciate that. I like the name. Name of the song was was on point. Hard Dick Remix featuring Nanny Silk. Yeah, really proud of that one. Oh my god, it's grading time. Right, story one. Um, the theme of this week was homecoming, and this has got nothing homecoming about it. Yeah. <laughs> not even, even defending himself. Well, there was a homecoming queen, wasn't there? Like, it was Julia. I mean, so so the the, the whole idea here is that it's a ba- it's basically a whole load of women getting naked, boobs <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and and Alex is the only one there and he'd gone to the wrong homecoming party. <laughs> what? What? I don't understand anything that's going on. There is, there's, there is absolutely zero purpose or point to it. There's, I, I'm not coming away. Right, so I, either the story's got to have some kind of purpose. It's got to have some kind of motivation to the story or at least it's got to hit the the actual theme of the week. It's not doing either of those. And then when you read a story as a as a reader, you've got to you've got to get something mm. from it. There's nothing to be there's nothing to be gained from this whatsoever. I, I disagree respectfully. There's a lot to enjoy in that story. <laughs> there's nothing. And then and then when and then when when you add the context of the fact that you're using your fellow author's wives <laughs> in it. <laughs> it, it's 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 worse than ungraded. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Well, that's a quote type, for the cover, right? It's the type of story that if it was written, if it was written by a student, <laughs> it would it would be seriously taken to the child protection officer in the school, the safeguarding officer, because there would be serious concerns 
uh, about the right. It, it, it's utter, utterly <laughs> awful. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I think that's the worst savaging we've had. Well, it's definitely my favourite moment of every all 12 episodes so far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to replay that on repeat. Okay. I support okay, to sleep two. tonight. Story two. Alex is just not even responding. He's just looking down. Well, I think he makes a lot of valid points. Um... <laughs> right. Story two is 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 not much better. Right. Oh, God. Um, at least it's a story about homecoming, and um, the kind of the, the immediate peer feedback I thought got this um, on the head. There's there's some there's some real promise here. There's some real promise when it's going down tonally. It's going down a story about someone who uh, is 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 coming back from prison, and their world has has shifted. And it's it's shifted to a place which has left this person alone and isolated. And tonally, I thought we were going in a new direction. But then when you hear about him having shagged a goat, it removes that tone completely from from mm-hmm. the story. And it takes us into uh, back into boner, boner, fucking fuck anything territory, which is which is what we've had a lot of stories about. <laughs> um, Sorry, I was just laughing. <clears throat> Um, so, I, I, but there are there are a couple of things here to really really enjoy. I think the line uh, "All right, goat fucker" deserves some deserves some praise. I think that is the kind of the only line in it that, that works well. I think when you then go back to it, and this is where it is rewarded with with kind of repeats uh, repeat readings because you've got granddads. I think it was, was it granddads. Yeah. That granddad's giving him a wink. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So when you he's, when he's you, a secret goat fucker himself. I yeah, like that. When you, when you return to that, you realise that actually this guy who sat alone on the bench uh, at the end does have some kind of um, there's some kind of camaraderie or at least some understanding. I think what would really work is if the grandfather came to sit next to him on the bench yes. at the end. <laughs> yeah, that agreed. That, that would, that would work really great. well. That's a great so, suggestion. I would have loved that. So I think there's 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 pieces there that would that would work, but I think it just needs bringing together either at the whole or those two different tones to kind of to be blended in some way in in the middle. Um, so yeah, it, it 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 is it is it is better. Um, I'm I'm giving it a D. Okay. How do you feel about that, Elliot? Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I thought, you know, we've had had boners, we've had lots of farts, we haven't had goat fuckers, so yeah, no, that was new. Yeah. What, uh, Mr. Teacher, can I ask if he'd st- stuck with that tone, the serious tone, all the way through to the end somehow, wrapped it up in a serious manner, what would that have been grading wise? I can't tell you what the ending would be. You know what I mean? Like, if he'd stuck with that, yeah, I, I think you have to like within within any kind of story and particularly a short story I think it has to be tonally consistent. You have to you have to be able to to grab your reader instantly with what your what what your craft is or or, or where you are and you have to be able to stick with that tone for uh, for the entirety of your short story. If you suddenly start shifting it within a within a story it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um when you've only got a reader for that short period of time. So um 
I think it would have potentially benefited from it, even if you went to the goat fucking, but then you brought it back through some kind of bromance is the wrong term, but just some kind of mutual understanding from these two goat fuckers sitting on a bench. <laughs> I think I could have been the title. Yeah, um, I think I would. I think you know that would that would have, that would have worked. Would you say that my story was tonally consistent? Um, <laughs> Outmaneuvered. It, it t- yes, totally consistent, but still shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Story three. So again, there are there are some there are some. There are some lines and there are some ideas here that are really quite like, which are which are really quite nice. So every night a new city and a new woman, um, Milan, Ibiza, Paris, Juliet, Francesca, Sigrid, that works really well. That's quite clever of that movement from the city to the woman, um, and it and it doesn't linger on that either. It does it doesn't applaud itself in its writing. It just it it hits it hits that and it moves on quite quite nicely. Um, there's there's some names in here that you can see that the writer is um is really enjoying um legit haribo thomas boyfriend the prime minister of canada work, works well i like the idea of this being of, of one guy from burnley putting together a song forget the fact that it's called hard dick remix featuring <laughs> nanny silk i think i think the idea that it has been engineered to shape get people's trousers down by their ankles i quite like the idea and i quite like the idea that then that that kind of indecent exposure everyone maybe i'm thinking too too much on this but the idea that everyone being in that in that area of indecent exposure then liberates people somehow maybe i I may be moving on too far from this um i'm I'm still laughing to myself about the, the lyrics what was the lyrics to the song, Mr. Teacher, can you refresh my memory? Um, the infamous line, hard dick all the time, boom, boom, butt stuff, sparkling wine. <laughs> um, really? That's, you know, it's on the board as a C straight away, the whole story, just for that. I, 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 right? I don't think it is. I think you're giving it too much credit. No, I think, I think it's, 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 I think it's, I think it's, it's also awful. <laughs> I don't think there's any. I'm I'm trying. I'm reading it again because I know that you, as as fellow authors, you enjoyed it. But I I I just don't. Um, his entire fortune was swallowed up when he was sued by the survivors. Eventually, he could escape no longer. He moved back in with Burnley. So I suppose that's the homecoming. Uh, it's it's it, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, I I don't think it. I think as a concept, it's it's there. I'm giving it a D as well. Wow. Hashtag robbed. Um. Uh, but all 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 in all, I'm I'm, I'm disappointed. I've got to say. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> pretty devastating week again. Um. Actually, last week was pretty good. There was an A minus an A. Oh, I got a D last week as well. Jesus. Um. Okay. So we're saying that. Alex's story got well. You said worse than ungraded, but I guess it has to be an ungraded. Well, it's it's a. I mean, what you can say is kind of re- re- reported to safeguarding 
Um, and I'd say the exam board, you know, if it's, it's going to be great, I'd, I'd, it's the sort of thing that, yeah, it should. Uh, I just, I feel like I need to clean my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's a killer quote. Okay. All right. So, um, what that does to the scoreboards is uh, Alex falls into third place. So, actually, let me remind you on at the end of week 11 last week, um, we had. Uh, Alex on 60 points, Elliot in second place with 60.5, and I was in the lead with 62. So very, very tightly bunched. Um, and then that means after after our grading this week, Alex remains on 60. Elliot goes up to 64.5, and Ryan is on 66. So still not not a massive spread. Very close. But yeah, that's a, that week has hurt Alex for sure. I think the only the only redeeming and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say this just for the sake of, you know, stopping someone from suicidal thoughts or anything like mm. that. But the only redeeming feature of Alex's story, if I can just give you a, a bit of fear, is I I really enjoy the um, the arrogance of almost like releasing this this cow pat of a story <laughs> in, but with 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 such with such brevity, like it, you're you. It's almost like you well, realize. Pickles, yeah, it's almost like pickles, isn't it? What did that get again? Yeah, you... <laughs> but it, it's almost like you realise it's shit, and then you think, "Well, I'm just going to stop there," rather than waffling on. And I, and I, I do applaud that. It's still, it's still awful, obviously, but I, I just appreciate the fact that it's, it, it you know, you've minimised the pain. Yeah. Just put people out of the misery. <laughs> just get it over with. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't yeah. what I was going oh. for. But <laughs> thanks. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, yeah, I must admit the the D. I... Caught me by surprise. I thought you were going to give it a high mark, but I'll take your feedback on board, Mr. Teacher, um, and I'll reflect on it because it's always good. Um, so what does that mean? What do you want to set us for next week, Mr. Teacher, in terms of subject? You want me to give you a subject again? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I... Um... Rather than give you a subject, can I can I ban certain words? Yeah, and yeah. you just have to you have to write a story that's that's not including these words. Well, just the words, or any kind of form or similar. Yeah, it's I, basically I don't I don't want any stories about dicks. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's where this is that going. Includes, and that includes boners. Yeah, so we can't just put dick into thesaurus and no, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want it. I, I want it to be. I want it to be right. Significantly removed from boners, dicks, asses. Oh no, asses! Come on. And what are we meant to write about? It's gonna be vagina week. <laughs> <laughs> Tits. Um... Tits as well. Right, so none of that. Yeah. So, I'd like. Okay. I'd. I'd like. I'd like um, a, to try and a, like aim for a sense of hmm, a sense of hmm, a sense of like at the end of reading it, I'd like I'd like to feel a sense of hmm. So a little a thought provoker. Yeah. Okay, thought provoker with a banned words list. Yeah. I don't know how to write a thought-provoking story without dicks in it, but um, yeah, you all do. You've all you've all got it there. 
but it's almost as if you go to write those and then just something takes over where you just think fanny dick shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. just chucking a goat fucker in the last paragraph yeah, exactly yeah. you've I, I, you've all got it in you i i, I believe in you okay <laughs> i think that's fair i think we understand the brief yeah uh, and presumably, if we fail to adhere to the banned word list, we'll is an instant ungraded. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll just be honest. Okay, okay, can be tricky. So thought provoker without genitals or without, you know, childish humour, basically. Yeah, and just just confirm that doesn't mean I don't want a character that hasn't got genitals. Right. right. <laughs> oh, nuts! There goes that idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, well that's an interesting one appreciate that um i'm trying to have to think of a, a title for the podcast though. that's gonna be tricky um yeah. okay um anyone want to bring up anything else before we end um no i don't think so no okay. uh, although i've been savaged I've, it's been a fun week i've enjoyed it yeah same oh uh, well, as always appreciate your efforts mr teacher and thank you to the authors as well for yeah. your yeah. stories. Thank you very much. I, I still guys. enjoyed reading them. Good. Oh, All right. Good. Um, okay, we'll see you on Monday, boys. All right, boys. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.